1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
2: per order. Additional terms apply.
1: We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. What an amazing sports weekend. And what a weekend to just be uh, connected with the community. And, boy, does it feel great to welcome this guest on, Scott Loeffler, who has been overseeing so many aspects of this team that people, you know, wouldn't necessarily think of on a day-to-day basis. But when you are, you know, senior director of all lacrosse operations for a franchise that is always labeled as the model franchise, uh, you know, you're doing something right. And Scotty, congratulations. It's been basically 15 years, right? For you. And that followed the bandits fourth championship. So congratulations on franchise Ring number
2: five. No, thanks. Thanks for the congratulations. Thanks for you know all the support you guys have given us all all throughout the year and, and, and prior to that. But yeah, fifteen years. Um, my, my first year was 2009, the year after they won the last championship. So here I am. You know, I come in as a as a young guy, and I'm like, we're gonna do this every year. And uh, <laughs> and here we are, 15 years later, we finally get our first one. Uh, you know, we had our shot a few times here, but uh, it 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 feels good, believe me. It, it feels 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 special.
0: So I understand like as a player you played a game. It doesn't matter if it's 15 to 1 or 2 to 2 like you're playing the game, right? But how was it for you watching it? Like it's 1-1 then late goal in the first quarter and the 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 weird ups and downs of this game that ended up being a bit of a blowout in the end, but how was your nervous levels throughout the game?
2: I mean going into the game like obviously there's nothing I can do right my my job's been done all I did my job throughout the week and now it's up to the players so it, it it's it's different when you have zero control over what happens on the field and uh certainly nervous is is an understatement of of an emotion but you know as the game kept creeping on and we were you know we we're making that run and we we're getting up more and more it started to set in and it was a little bit easier to control the emotions and to kind of prepare myself for, for, for what was to happen once that clock hit zero. But at that, uh, yeah, I mean, you can never prepare for it, but it was, it was certainly helpful that we you know had that commanding lead going into the uh, the port.
0: but There's obviously plans, right? Like when it comes to game press and you guys, like who's going to go down. And so at what moment could you start preparing for like, yes, we're winning this. Is it five minutes left? Is it two? Is it 10? Like what was the, whew, okay. Because I know, I feel that way, like to watching Sabres games, or when Duffer and I are like, okay, like we can start preparing for the post game show and know that this result will stay. Like, but when it's a tight game, you can never do that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Usually, so usually my routine is for the games. Like, I usually go down to towards the bench um, and start to get ready for for post game stuff with about five minutes left. I usually go down right about that that last media timeout and. I, you know, with 10 minutes left, you can kind of see the writing on the wall. And I was, I was too excited. I couldn't, I couldn't sit up and watch anymore. I had to get down there and be around, you know, the, all the, you know, the the non-dressed players and the staff, like we're in that little hallway. And it was just, it was a special moment. And, you know, you got the fans going crazy and they're all yelling at you. And it's, it was, yeah, you know, I I went down a little earlier, but it was, it was worth it. And, you know, I had my family with me, so it was, uh, it was pretty special. So.
1: When you're with a group this long and yes, the group changes over the course of time, but in essence, it's, it feels the same year in year out. Can you share some personal interactions you may have had before the game ended, but more specifically after the game ended with people that you've known the longest players that you've known the longest and what you saw and felt through those people?
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, Like I said, I had my family with me and I was, I was, you know, I wanted to celebrate with them, but the first person I went and grabbed and then hugged was, was Chugger. You know, him and I have, uh, I mean, I I think I talked to him more than I talked to my wife, to be honest with you. Um, You know, we're on the phone quite a bit every single day. And I, I know what he does day in and day out. And, and, you know, obviously him and I work hand in hand on a lot of things and like the game wasn't even over yet. And I was already on the bench, giving him a hug. And, you know, I said, we did it, man. And, you know, that was pretty emotional and, you know you know you give jt a hug he's been here since day one of the organization so you know that was special and um you know you get to hug a guy like matt vince who this is why he came to buffalo he came to win a championship with his you know he considers it his hometown team because he grew up watching us and obviously he didn't play for us until he signed for us as a free agent but like you know he he came up and gave me a hug and he's like thank you i can't believe this and you know and it's funny. Everyone's like, can you believe this? It's like, yeah, I, I can believe it because like, this is what we've been trying to do and what we've been, you know, trying to accomplish for years. And we had the pieces. It just never worked out. And, you know, we did it. But, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of emotions. Uh, you know, people are asking, did you, are you going to keep your suit on? I'm like, yeah, I'm keeping my suit. Like, this isn't coming off that you guys can spray anything you want on me. You can get sweaty, whatever, like it's <laughs> staying on. So I'm not. I'm not changing for anything. This is, you know, you know. I, hopefully, I can not vouch for that. <laughs> I got a hug
1: from Scotty at the Cobblestone after. So I can vouch for that suit being a little disarray by then. So yeah. It's okay, dry it it cleans
0: nicely. Good. I've been there. It dry cleans nicely. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, I hate the saying. Well, you have to lose before you can win. Like you have to learn through losing before you can win. But obviously, last year ended up on the wrong end against Colorado. So. What lesson did you and putting this team together this year, learn about what happened last year to put it in effect this year?
2: Yeah. You know, I'll even go back to the the other three times, you know, the 2016 and 2019. And then of course last year, like losing, like we always felt like there was, you know, one, something that we, like one little thing that we needed to do differently that would, that would make the change. And we did that. Like we, every year we, we found something and we made that change going along. And then this year, um, you know, we did a few different things, but we, we got the right players in Chugger, you know, saw a need for, for some guys that we needed it's some, some more grit on the, on the front door. And, and we did that. Um, But I, I really think like, the, like what happened to us last year, like, you know, being the favorites and, and, you know, going in and, and having the 19,000 people in game three behind us. And, mm-hmm. and we really let them down. I think, I think all year, the guys were on a mission and it was, it was really, it, it came down to the the whole mental aspect with these guys. They, They knew what had to be done and they, they were laser focused on it. And like, I can tell you last year when we, you know, all the playoff games we won, there's, you know, celebration in the locker room this year, you know, every, every playoff game we won, it was like, okay, let's get ready for the next one. It was, they, like I said, super laser focused and, you know, really came down to the mental preparation for these guys. And and they knew that, you know, the city needed it, the organization needed it and let's go get it done and nothing's going to stop us. So, um, you know, a lot, a lot of adjustments, you know, tinker here and there, but it, it really came down to the mental aspect.
1: Well, I thought it was pretty um, special that not only was the joy uh, in the moment individually undeniable for your, your captain, Steve Priolo, but to have that wider lens, if you will, at that moment and, you know, acknowledge the Pagulas and specifically Kim and, you know, just kind of pull it all together. Scott, I can tell you that that was kind of the prevailing, you know, it's, it's all community based because most people love the bills and the Sabres and the bandits at a similar level. So whether it was before the game or after the game, the one thing I kept hearing was God, I hope the bandits get this done because we want them to be the first car in the train here, like get this and then get the bills going. And then my goodness, what's this going to be like if the Sabres win too. And so you're, you've done it like you, you guys have now kind of set the bar organizationally. And, and I wanted to make sure you had an opportunity here to, to take that. And then, you know, invite people to to join in the overall celebration here, which is coming up on the fifteenth.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, you know, Steve Steve says, What do I say? Like when they give me the trophy, what do I say? And I'm like, Well, you know, you gotta thank everyone that, that you really want to thank. And and I I do know obviously, you know, Kim and the Pagoas are going through some times right now that um, you know, are not very easy, but you know, she's been on her mind from since day one. And, you know, even going back to last year, you know, with the shooting in, in, in Buffalo and there's a lot of reasons that, that the guys wanted to play and win. And, 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 obviously Kim and Perry were one of them. And, um, you know, it's, you don't really know what to say in the moment. So he's like, what do I say? What do I say? So, you know, I told him and, you know, I did tell the guys in the locker room after the game, I'm like, you know, obviously the bills and the Sabres get a lot of love in this town and so do we, but you know, there's one thing they can never take away from us. And, you know, we have the first PSE championship, so to speak. And, you know, the guys enjoyed that. Um, but, you know, that the Bills and the Sabres are there. And I had, I had a really good conversation with Sean McDermott during the game. And he's just like, this is the, the, the atmosphere. that this, He's like, this is crazy. And I said, can you imagine what this would be like with 80,000 people at Bills Stadium celebrating? Like, you know what I mean? He's just, he just shook his head and he's like, like he didn't know what to say. So, it, you know, it's, it's a pretty special moment. And, you know, hopefully we get a lot of fans that come out on June 15th at the arena to, to help us celebrate. Because, you know, I, I want to say like Saturday night, you know, the guys got to celebrate as a team. But on June 15th, we're going to celebrate with the fans because that that's what this is all for. And, um, you know, five o'clock on Thursday, June 15th in front of the arena, we're going to have a big plaza rally, uh, and then followed by, uh, the Bisons game. And, and then ironically that that game was already on the calendar a long time ago, that that was going to be bandits night. And we're just going to lump them together and, you know, and, and, and make it make a night of it. So, um, it should be fun. should be a, a good time. And hopefully we see everyone there
0: what about the, you talked about Sean McDermott and I know that Don Granado and Kevin Adams and Alex stuck and Caliposo were at the game and I actually went to the regular season game at home against the Toronto rock. And I, I think that was the regular season game or maybe, yeah, it was. And, uh, um at one point they showed Alex Tuck on the Jumbotron chugging a beer and it got the, the crowd going. And you guys went on a run right after that. So I remember texting Tucky saying, Hey, good job getting them going. But for you to see that interaction between the three organizations, like how does that change the way you see things? And how does that make the bandits in this you know place in Buffalo different than the rest of the National Lacrosse League?
2: I mean, it, it, it really is a community, like when, when you hear, you know, teams say we're a community-based team, like, I don't think it's ever more true than Buffalo. Like, like the, the teams rally around each other, you know, the, the players support each other. Um, It's just, it's, it, it really is a family atmosphere. And, you know, that goes back to to Terry and Kim. really. I mean, they, they built this family culture and, you know, all all three teams integrate together and it's, it's just a wild scene. And like, you, you know, you said Alex was drinking a beer and I think, um, um, there's a couple of Bills players that won the playoff games and they did the same thing. And it was like, the crowd just goes nuts. And it's it just, it just shows like how close knit we are. And, you know, we, we get some of the Bills guys that come down after some games and, and and hang out with the players in the locker room. And it's just like, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if you'd see that in any other, you know, any other situation like, like we have with, you know, all the entities owned by the same, same group. It's just, like I said, it's, it's, it's so true. When you say like Buffalo is a community based, based team. It It, it really is.
1: I can't wait for June 15th. That's going to be an (laughs) awful lot of fun going from the plaza and just walking up, uh, you know, walking up Washington. And what a special night it'll be for a ton of people. Not to mention, (laughs) I'm sure the trophy will have, uh, as Seth Appert would say, some lubrication in it (laughs) once again on the party night Uh, as it makes its way to uh, Salem Field. So, Scotty, congratulations. Folks, save the date. It's June the 15th. It's a Thursday night. It's 5 p.m. in the Plaza. Man, we've waited a long time to talk like this, Scotty. Thank you so much. Congratulations.
2: Yeah, thank you, guys. Appreciate
1: it. Can't wait to uh, reconnect on Thursday the 15th. Folks, we'll be back to wrap up Sabres Live after this. Stay with us.